Okay, so uh, I'm gonna, I've got some show and tell for you today because uh, I want to show you some things. So we'll use the camera a little bit more than this we'll, at some point in using the screen. Um, and I've got uh, a website to take you to, so you want to write that down um, because I want to share with you some ideas of, of things that we've done. Um, so today we're going to cover the single upgrade that will inspire more prospects to show up to their initial consultation ready to hire your firm, right? So what's that all about? Well, we're going to talk about that. I'm going to get into it. I've got a formula that I'm going to, that I follow. It's worked. Uh, we're on uh, month, well, whatever this is of the process we've been doing it. And, and for the last number of months we've been doing this, it's worked really well going through this formula. We've gotten a lot of great feedback to the information. Um, so we will be providing you with um, as much pure information in this hour as I can. Um, from a housekeeping perspective, I do have consulting calls today. Today's my consulting day, which means I'm on the phone from 7.30 in the morning until, or 8.30 in the morning until, um, uh, whatever, 5 o'clock in the afternoon every half hour. So I've got a call right after this that I've got to jump for, so I do have to end on time today. Um, so I'll do my best to answer questions throughout, and, and if there's time left, I'll answer some questions at the end. But um, you'll always be able to answer, I can answer questions through email if you have any. Um, I'm excited about today's topic because the, the topic here is how can we generate more revenue creating additional profit uh, which allows you to build additional systems or hire staff to help set you free without spending more money on marketing. A lot of what I do has to do with that concept. I don't mind marketing and I, I have all sorts of great ideas on how to market, where to market, and, and I've got things that work and don't work. Uh, but but once we've got leads coming in, how do we optimize the conversion? And that's what we're talking about today in one of my favorite ways. Now, what's interesting is this is something I spent a lot of time on in the early years. And because most of my clients and members know about it, I, I don't talk about it a lot. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it today because I think it's really important. It's something I, as I look back as what I was teaching, I thought, this is the one thing I haven't, I haven't taught about in quite some time. And so let me see if I can do you some justice here and give you something you can walk away with today that'll make a difference in your practice, all right? Uh, what you're gonna learn today um, is that I'm gonna, my goal is to start to change the paradigm um, by which your prospects walk in the door or talk to you on the phone, however you communicate with your prospects to convince them to retain your firm. Uh, whether you're B2B or B2C, this does not matter. Um, and I want to have them go from asking, you know, why should I retain your firm to, boy, will you take my case? You know, I can tell you're the guy, you're the gal. Will you take my case? That's the paradigm shift I want to have happen. I'm guessing that all of you would like that to happen too. Why don't you give me an affirmation here? Yes, just give me a yes if you'd like them to change, to ask the question, will you take my case rather than why should I hire your firm? Let me make sure I'm, I'm talking to my right people here. Yeah, okay, good. So this is the idea, right? We want people to have that change in paradigm. Okay, the next thing we're talking about is the truth about why all, I don't like the word all there. I, I'm gonna change some of the prospects you want as clients don't decide to show up to their consult and retain your firm. We're not gonna get them all. Grammy used to tell me a long time ago, Christ couldn't get them all, neither will you, sweetheart. That's the reality of the situation. We probably will never get 100%. If we are, we're probably not pushing the edges far enough. Um, 
but the, the majority of the ones that you want, why are they not all hiring your firm? We'll talk about the truth. And I, and I feel really strongly about this and we'll get into that. And then I'm going to give you a paint by the numbers process. So, you know me, I like to give you step-by-step, but step, uh, teach you how to fish um, so that you can go out there and you can do this yourself. So that's my goal today. Uh, there's questions at the end. Again, I, I don't have like a lot of buffer time over today. So uh, if you have questions and you get stuck, you can email me at richard at the richardjames.com. I'm happy to answer them. I, I typically get back to everybody within 48 business hours, oftentimes sooner than that. I answer my emails at typically nine and three every day. All right. We'll never do this without setting the proper premise. So uh, for those of you who've never been here before, uh, you know that my entire goal is to help entrepreneurial attorneys find their freedom uh, to figure out how to go from chaos to freedom. And I'll define it for you so you know what I'm talking about. Um, we basically say if you are where you are today and you do absolutely nothing, uh, the future will be about the same as it is right now or worse. Uh, if you take a certain path, you will end up in chaos. If you take a certain path, you will end up in freedom. Let me define the, the different stages so you know what I mean. Uh, if you're in chaos, I'm basically saying that you're in debt somewhere, business debt, uh, maybe even personal debt. Uh, you work seven days a week, which means there, you know, there is no separation between self and work. Uh, you have no time. Uh, you might not have any money and you don't have a plan on how to get out. Uh, you just you just feel like you're drowning and i've been there um, i know what that feels like it's uh it's a horrible uh business cancer uh not to be compared directly with real cancer that's a terrible disease but it's a bad place to be um insanity basically says you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results um you know you're kind of living month to month uh, you're not sure how the next month is going to be. You, you, you're just hoping, you're praying that the referrals come in and things work. You're just really not sure how they work. Uh, you don't have any profit per se. You live off of your draw uh, and you, you're putting six hours a week and at least still probably working 50, 60 hours a week just to keep things floating in the right direction. Um, if you're healthy, you have a staff that runs your business. This is where we cross over the paradigm. There's people that run your business, even if it's only a person of one. Uh, you can work five days a week, have a reasonable life, get home in time for dinner, get, get weekends off and, and uh, be able to spend some time with your family or your hobbies, and you make profit. Um, you have a salary that you get paid from the company and you have a profit. Uh, freedom is where you have $500,000 in liquid assets and it's growing. Um, depending on your age, uh, $500,000 is not enough, but it is a good start. Uh, you work three days a week, um, you have passive income, which means whether you roll over or roll out of bed, you make money. Uh, three days a week is, is somewhat of an irrelevant number. Um, it just means that you choose how often you want to be at work. If you like being the attorney and you want to be the attorney, you can go be the attorney. If you like being the business owner, you can be the business owner. If you want other people to run it and you're just going to run it as an investor and really pay attention to the numbers and moving the chess pieces around the board, that's what you are going to do and you're going to invest the rest of your time in either your passion projects or additional businesses or your family or your hobbies or whatever it feels that works for you, giving back. Um, the, the next thought is that you can go from, from where you are today, it takes about three years to get to that freedom stage. Um, you can do it in less. You can do it in a, you can do it in a year. I've seen it happen. I call it, uh, my, well, my mentor calls it the phenomenon. I fully believe in it. 
Um, and I, I've witnessed it myself in my own business um, because I think what's important to note is even though you might be healthy or maybe you're even free, um, you, can, you can drop back down into one of these other stages. Like you can get into insanity. You can even get as far as chaos uh, because of macroeconomic events or poor decisions or key employees leaving. And, and I, I've had to do that. The difference is once you know the path to freedom, it's like, it's just instant. That's why you hear the stories about the, the multimillionaires who go broke. And then, you know, in a very short period of time, like half the time it took them to get the first million, they have the million back because they already know the path. Um, it's, it's ingrained in their brain. This is what I want for you. I, I want to teach you these things so that you're forever changed, not just changed for um, the short term. Okay, so why should you listen to me? Uh, oftentimes in this section, I'll, I'll share with you some testimonials, uh, and I have one, I think. Um, but I think what's important to note in this section is I didn't, this particular, on this particular topic, okay, the reason why you should listen to me is because we've changed now hundreds and hundreds of attorneys' lives. But generally speaking, or specifically speaking to this topic of, of how the, to make this one upgrade, I haven't captured a lot of testimonials like on this one thing. And it made me recognize that there's a hole in my harvesting system. So at our next event, I'll be sure to send some people out there and talk about this one thing. So we'll have them for the next time I have this discussion, because I think it's important for you to hear from your peers as to why uh, this is important and how it works. Uh, personally, why you should listen to me is I, I know this works. And the reason I know this works is that the firm that I built in Phoenix, and for those of you who don't know my story and you're here for some reason, remember, I started this whole crazy thing working with attorneys, uh, building a local law firm from two guys in a room to three and a half million dollars in annual gross sales in just a couple of years. Uh, and that's not a fake story. That's not an embellished story. That's a real story. Uh, and I use systems to do that. And one of the systems I used was I had to get my show rate up. So in Phoenix, we're very diverse. Well, wide geographic region. And so our show rate was, was tough. We were, we had an ad, average median travel distance of 13 miles and our show rate was down at 34%. I used this one tactic to increase to 45%. And so I'll share that to you. So 34 to 45% is an 11% move. That's like a, whatever that is, a 33% move on 34%. So that's a big number. We'll talk about the numbers a little bit later on. Uh, personally in my firm right now, the show rate at my firm was trending at 35%. So these are attorneys who were getting on the phone with our uh, senior law firm uh, marketing analysts, and they were communicating, you know, plans with them and, and talking to them about possibly becoming a client of ours. And uh, now we're trending at the 75% mark. And uh, it has to do with a lot of things, but but one of the reasons why it made that change, one of the biggest reasons for that move, I'll share with you today. Uh, this was the Feldens. This was one of them that I actually did get a get a testimonial from early on client in the Partners Club history. Uh, that this is one of the first things that they did. They, they weren't having their people weren't showing up to their appointments. They were getting like 30 and 40 percent show up rates, um, and um, and so they they added this one change I'm talking about, and their show rate doubled. So they went you know from from 30 40 percent to to 70 ish percent. Um, just because they added this one concept. So I know this works. It uh, works in my own businesses. It's worked in my own, the, the law firm that I built, and it's worked in my clients. Um, and I don't have a ten, ton of testimonials specific to this topic, but that's okay, because uh, it's given me an opportunity to find out where we can find more testimonials. I guess I could have bored you with generalized testimonials as to why you should listen to me, um, but I wanted something specific to this message. So that's why I chose this route. 
Okay, before we go any further, it's time to momentarily set aside all disbelief and genuine distrust of all things too good to be true. Uh, for today, let's start with how can we make this work? So some of you are sitting in your seat going, yeah, but Richard, um, you know, I'm sure this is going to be great, but just remember I'm in a small town. Or yeah, but Richard, um, you know, I've had my uh, employees for 25 years and they're not going to change. Or uh, yeah, but Richard, you don't seem to understand. My practice area is this very specialized intellectual property, business to business law, and this will never work for me. Uh, okay, I'm not going to argue with you. So uh, that's not, I've learned a long time ago that arguing with attorneys is not my best um, option. You guys are really good at it. Um, but what I will ask you to do is for today, just set aside momentarily any disbeliefs. Um, and, uh, and so I'm just going to ask you to take an oath. Okay. This is what we do in, around here in this world to make sure we're all coming from the same position. Here's the position I want you to come from. I want you to come from the position that says, you know what? I'm going to just for a moment today, look at this and say, how can I make this work? How can I take what you've told me and adapt it into my practice and make it work. And that's, that's the promise I'm asking for. If you don't want to make that promise today, you're welcome to get off the call. I'm not going to be offended. I'm here for you. Um, but I, I, this is the promise I'm asking you to make with me so we can start on the same page. So um, the oath goes like this. We want to raise our right hand. I can see you. For those of you that have a camera, if you don't have a camera and you're on the phone or you're just joining us via audio, raise your right hand. Even if you're driving down the road, people will think you're crazy. Repeat after me. My business is not different from yours. All right, give yourself a round of applause. I stopped turning on the audio and unmuting everybody because um, well, it got really messy and loud and nasty. So uh, we we're, we did away with that a while back. All right, so let's set the stage as to where we are here. Now that we've got all of this mental stuff set properly, and this is so important to get the mental stuff set properly, let's talk about where we are. So. Perfect client life cycle is where we always start. Um, in this particular presentation, we're starting um, in between the sections of uh, increasing the show rate. So between converting to an appointment and getting them to become a new client. So again, if you're new around here, this is how we measure a law firm's progress. We look at how the leads come in. Uh, then we look at, of those leads, how many converted to appointments. Um, and then we look at, of those that turned into appointments, how many of them actually showed up to the appointment. Um, and if you don't actually have them physically come to your office because you, you're used to getting people to hiring you via email or on the phone, um, that's okay. That just means your show rate is 100%. That doesn't mean this isn't for you. Uh, I could have added another circle because right in between here of increase your show rate and new client, this, also, this process also helps in this because it's the starting point of what I call micromanaging the client experience which I did talk about doing a full uh, bid on at some point in the future, and I, I'm sure I will. Uh, so then we're, we're looking at how many of the people who show up become a client, so that's your higher rate. Um, and then how many people uh, that become a client pay their bill, uh, that's your paid in full rate. Um, and if you're a contingency firm, uh, that's measured a little differently. We you typically measure that in the speed at which you get paid um, and the value in which you expected. Um, and then uh, obtaining referrals. So of the people who hired your firm, um, how many of them uh, gave you a referral? What percentage of your business comes from referrals? Um, so that's super important to know this math. Today, we're focusing on how to increase your show rate and how to increase your hire rate. Now, revealed the single upgrade that you need to know about, and that is you need to arrive like nobody else, all right? So 
the, the thing that's going on in your practice that stops you from increasing your conversion rate of people who show up to your office uh, when they say they're going to show up and hire your firm is that you oftentimes arrive like everybody else. Uh, you know, just in the last number of years, I've been able to get many attorneys to start arriving at least at the level that their dentist arrives. You'll see what I mean in a minute. Um, but many of you still don't even accomplish that. You're, you're arriving just like every other law firm arrives. And while we could talk about differentiation in marketing and creating unique competitive advantages and all that's really important, what's super important is that you recognize that when somebody's looking for an attorney, they oftentimes, unless it's a referral, will go to multiple firms to see who they want to hire. And they judge you on multiple factors. You know, the speed at which you answer the phone, the politeness of the person on the phone, how well they handle the questions that are going through. Will you tell them a price? Will you not tell them a price? Um, what is what is your the what are the ways that you insist on doing business? But then how do you communicate with them? And, and today we're going to talk about this one little speck inside of your communication arriving like nobody else. The, the truth um, about this is that. We want to shock and awe your prospects. So, you know, if you remember the overwhelming force uh, that the Powell Doctrine created by General Powell alluded to, he borrowed that from somebody else. The guy's name starts with a G from Germany. Forgive me, I can't remember. But, uh, or no, it starts with a U, I think. But anyway, it doesn't matter. What they wanted to do was basically show up in a way uh, back in the 90s when they went to war. That was just, they were going to win the war instantly because of the way they arrived, shock and awe. That's, that's somewhat similar. That's where this concept comes from, that you're going to arrive to your prospect's cell phone, uh, telephone, direct mail, um, email. You're going to arrive to them in a way that nobody else does. And that's what we're going to work on today. So how to create a shock and awe position. I create, call it a shock and awe package. We're gonna look at where that is, and then we're gonna look at what that is, um, and then we're gonna talk about how to do it, all right? So that's, that's what we're gonna cover today, and I'll give you some examples. All right, um, so far, so good. So who would like to know why you guys really struggle getting some prospects to show. Give me a raise of hand. Give me a yes if I, or I want to know, or me, just whatever you want to type in there. Tell me, you want to know the truth. Let me make sure you're not sleeping on me here. Put it in the chat box, please. Oh, please. There you go, David. Nice. Okay. So the truth as to why you sometimes struggle, all right, to getting prospects show to retain your firm is because you're boring. <laughs> I know. My wife's going to be like, really? You just called your clients boring. It's true. Um, you, 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 I don't know. You just think like because you're lawyers that you're not supposed to be interesting or compelling or you're not supposed to have personality. That's not for everybody. Ron Morton, I saw him on the call. He's not boring. Call up Ron and see if he'll send you some of his stuff. He sent me a package. It was awesome. He has a shock and awe mentality. Um, you know, you, you, Lawyers just tend to be dry. 
um, whether it's because of the nature of what they're dealing with um, or because they think that it's expected of them to be boring or it's because they were taught that that's kind of the way it's supposed to be or maybe it's an expectation of being they're confusing with being exciting with being not proper I don't know but here's what I do know the cost to acquire a client is getting more and more expensive Google and Facebook has figured it out TV works but not as well as it used to radio works but not as well as it used to uh, there's now Pandora and Spotify and all these other mediums that are now competing with all their attention we went from three four channels you know when this all started to uh, several hundred channels now on television everything is diluted um, newspaper is more expensive and less people write it read it so it, it's just become more expensive to acquire leads in many practice areas in many geographic areas which means it's so much more important for you to be able to convert those leads once they come in your door and they are they are trained to shop because of places like Yelp and Google and things where they have these reviews. So they're trained to think about your competitor, right? And so the question is, how do you compete against that? And the answer is, well, you have to figure out a way to not be boring so that they will respond to you in a way that supports uh, making the decision to hire your firm as opposed to anybody else's. The other thing I would say is, Price elasticity, while I'm a big fan of, you know, making sure your price is maximized, the fee that you charge is maximized so that you can uh, afford to acquire clients in many different ways and you can fundamentally help more people. There's only so far you can go, right? I mean, there's, there are limits to, there's judges that set limits, there's trustees that set limits, there's consumers that set limits. It's only so far you can go. So you can't keep raising your price uh, infinity to infinity, which means um, you have to get really good at converting. All right, so how do we convert? All right, and how are we going to use this shock and all? Well, let's first again remind us where are we at? We're inside the perfect client life cycle in the show rate and the client rate. So once they've set the appointment, all right, so this is after they've set the appointment, what happens is they the, the prospect wiggles off the hook at some point and they they either don't show up to their appointment or when they come into the appointment they don't hire the firm those are the two fundamental unconverted leads we're looking at we're looking to reduce the number of unconverted leads um, and so the place that this happens the most the place that we can affect this the greatest is inside of the reminder sequence so this is the sequence that happens after the appointment is set. And remember earlier I said I was, I'm starting to gain traction on inspiring law firms to start acting like their dentist. Well, if you've gone to the dentist lately, you know that you will get a text, text message from your dentist. You'll probably get a, a reminder card in the mail from your dentist they'll even give you the little thing to put in your wallet which i never take because i don't use paper really anymore you're going to likely get a phone call it might be a robo call um, or it might be a live person actually calling you up reminding you about your appointment you're going to get a series of communications from your dentist reminding you about your appointment because if you don't go to your appointment your dentist can't sell you that fluoride upgrade that they want to sell you right 
um, or find a cavity that you didn't know that you had or a new cap that you need on your crown on your teeth. And so the way they get their average client value to $1,450 is they have to get your butt in a seat. Well, you're the same way. You can't possibly get a prospect to retain your firm unless you get a butt in the seat. And this is why, incidentally, I say, uh, for those of you that do do all of your work over the phone, if you're in a geographically the same region as your prospect, um, if we can get as close to a butt in the seat as possible, it would help. Uh, I'd, I'd go as far as telling you that if you if you are in, not in a geographic same region, so you're a B2B firm that maybe operates nationally, um, you know, you may want to think about doing webcasts like this. Not a bad idea. Anyway, let's look at the reminder sequence, okay? So uh, the first concept is this phone calls we talked about. The second one is you're going to get an email reminder. Uh, the third one is you should be using text messaging. Uh, the fourth one is you should be using direct mail. Now, again, we don't, we're not going to use like mass media, like social media, because we're using something very specific to the appointment. So what ways in which we can communicate specific to the appointment? And then I call the fifth one the voice blast. I called it a robocall earlier. Basically means it's a generic message from you, the owner, that's set on an automatic sequence that blasts out a reminder. Um, oftentimes, you can use uh, software to accomplish a lot of this for you. Uh, you can do it manually. Uh, one person in a small office can do this manually, or a, a virtual assistant can do this for you. If you're a solo operator, don't don't get stuck. Please don't get stuck in thinking, oh boy, I'm a solo. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I promise you that's that's stinking thinking, okay? Um, I, I just had a private call with uh, Howard Snader today. He's one of the finalists. He's in my titanium level program, and he's one of the EAY finalists in this year's um, um, uh, boot camp that we have for the entrepreneurial attorney of the year and you know not but two years ago it was just him and I think he's got 14 or 15 employees now but it started off with just him using an assistant right so you can do it uh, you don't you don't have to have a, this this just isn't for the bigger firm this is even for that person who's sitting there and they're the only person in the office you can get a virtual assistant to do this for you so inside of this sequence, what we're going to pay attention to today to build your shock and awe is we're going to look at how you do it in email and text messaging and then how you do it in direct mail. Um, so we're going to look at direct mail first. It's one of my favorite mediums. I'm going to show you one from somebody that did it for me, uh, sent me a shock and awe, which impressed the heck out of me. It was, it's a, you know, a, a really a shock and awe piece. I'm going to show you a before and after of mine and how it made a difference. Um, and then we'll, we'll start talking about the electronic, okay? So we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of this. So if you're just joining us, we got a, yeah, it looks like some new people have just joined us. Um, which software? Okay, Amir, I see that's a, I'll get to that question in a bit. Um, but uh, he, I've got a question about which software pushes the voice blast. Infusionsoft will do it, um, but there's also uh, individual softwares that'll do it. I would without getting into specifics, go to uh, Google and just type in uh, voice messaging or voice blasting and a software company will pop up and you'll be able to hire that in independently. Um, you can also use third-party softwares like Appointment Core um, or Calendry or things like that that are in a, a scheduling software that will then trigger these things. Um, and oftentimes you can use a third-party add-in like Zapier. We're not gonna get that, we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole today. Um, if you want a more complete list of software, if you've got some questions about software, email us and 
we'll, we'll connect you with the right people so they can get your answers for you. Okay, let's talk about direct mail. Um, so this piece right here on the left that you see, um, so this was sent from Michael Carroll. And Michael is, uh, he sells insurance uh, to law firms, uh, you know, insurance and liability insurance and all that stuff. And he wanted to build a relationship with me because obviously he knew that I dealt with law firms. And um, I mean, the minute I opened this box, so I opened the box and a helium balloon floated out of it. Okay. Um, it was tied to a bag of popcorn and down on the bottom, it's his letter with a hand addressed uh, envelope, his picture, do not bend and a bunch of in great quality information along with his book inside. Point is, shock and awe, yeah, this got my attention. Consequently, Michael Carroll is speaking at uh, boot camp, and he'll be presenting on this topic. So it worked for him because he got my attention, and he showed, taught me that he was a marketer that could teach attorneys how to market as well. And that's exciting to me. But what you need to learn from this is that there's no, you can't go too far, right? Um, here's what Michael knows. Michael knows what each client is worth to him over the lifespan. So that's really important. He knows the lifetime value of his client, um, which means he also knows um, as somebody like me, a referral partner, what's the lifetime value of having a referral partner like me that would introduce him to new potential business. That doesn't change for you folks. You can use this methodology to attract referrals. It's a whole nother discussion. Um, but know that when you're going out to talk to referrals, why show up in a boring way? Why do it like everybody else? Why not do it a little different? Okay, so let's talk about direct mail for us. So this is like one tactic that we, we went from 35% to 75%. So um, the number of attorneys who were showing up to our call with them um, like a year and a half, 18 months ago-ish, was right around 35, 40% on average, depending on the day we, we ran the numbers. So I was rolling a rolling average. I was running really close to 35%. We moved that to 75%. So that's more than 100% improvement um, in show rate. And what's interesting is I'm going to turn off the share for a second here. Turn off the share. Yeah, there I am. All right, so here's what we used to send. So, and I like this, but but it wasn't what I originally designed. Um, and and when I did, I didn't. So here's a case where the teacher was is the student, right? So I was I had a business manager running my firm for a long time, and, and I was I mean really free. I mean like I I didn't have to put but five or ten hours into my business a week. Um, and everything was hunky-dory, but it also meant that I took my eye off the ball in some areas and I gave really, um, I gave a lot of liberties and license to do things. And, and there was things that were tested and tried and that's fine. But unfortunately, the, after the test failed, nobody went back and changed it. And that probably happened in the transition because the person re re resigned from my firm, not because of bad feelings, but, but they were recruited by a billion dollar company and congratulations to them. But in that transition, you know, over a period of a couple of years, 
we were still sending out the test package that wasn't working. So this was a test package that wasn't working. It looks pretty cool, right? It's a big old shiny envelope. So when you're designing your um, shock and awe package, it's a big old shiny envelope. And inside it, it had, you know, all the things that you wanted to send. So it had um, the book that we were sending and it had um, um, our packet with, you know, kind of in plastic with a letter and a couple other letters. But I don't know, it just didn't have a lot of personality to it. It wasn't what I originally designed to send, okay? And you would think, well, this is still kind of sexy, right? So it's still in a big, shiny envelope. You would think a law firm would probably open this. But the inside didn't, I don't know, it just wasn't very congruent. And so this is what was being sent out for a couple of years while show rate was down. And I'm not blaming totally on this. Remember, I said one tactic. The screen said one tactic that we use, right? So we do a lot of things. I'm, I can't give all of the weight and credit to this one thing. However, I will tell you, since we've made this change, we've had this significant bump in show rate. So I'll show you what we did. We went from sending that to now we're sending this. So now this is just a brown box. And I think we'll take it to the next level after this. But this is the brown box. And what you can hear in here, right, it jingles. So it makes noise because it's got diamonds in it. And you know what? Joe Jepson, he might be on the call. I can't see if he's on. But Joe Jepson uh, told me a long time ago that when he got his shock and all like this, I think his, he was still finding diamonds around the house because his kids were playing with it. And he just had to open it because it was making a jingling sound, right? And the next thing that we did was we had these cups made, these mugs made. And inside the mug, we gave them a, um, a cup of tea right? A cup of coffee and cookies, all right? So cookies, coffee, and tea, because we don't know if they're coffee drinkers or tea drinkers, right? And of course, it has our slogan on it, empowering entrepreneurial attorneys and our phone number, and right? nobody throws away a mug. You keep a mug forever. You'll use it forever, right? And then we had our credibility piece. So it's our testimonials from people or clients that we've served and how happy they are. Of course, the book that we promised them that we would send, um, because we, we have to be congruent. We sent a CD with a, an audio presentation on it as well. Um, it comes with a door knocker that tells them that they, you know, this is my favorite saying, you, you know, do put this on your door. Do not disturb unless there's a fire and I'm the only person with a bucket of water. Do not bother. And then we reprinted this in-house. It's printed on glossy. It's nicer, but um, I didn't have one. So uh, Attorney at Law Magazine, a credibility piece. And then we sent a letter that kind of ties it all together and it tells them, you know, what we gave them, right? So it tells them coffee and tea and why and do not disturb. And it goes through the whole process. Well, a lot of this is similar to what we were doing before, but because we added dimension to it, because we added the sound to it, because we brought back the coffee mug and it made a statement, our show rate, so I'll give, I'm going to give you a guesstimate because I could go pull the numbers for you. But from the day we launched this probably six weeks ago, maybe five weeks ago, um, we've seen a, about 15 points improvement. So we, were, we went from about 35 to 60. Now we've gone from 60 to averaging 75. Two weeks in a row, we had 85% and 81%. Last week, I think we we're at 67%. And we were like, 
oh, ho-hum, right? 67%, even though we were averaging 35% no more than a couple of years ago. So shock and awe. You define that how you want, okay? I, I defined it, you know, kind of in line with what I wanted them to do. Some people define it in, in trying to take over the kitchen table. Let's go back to sharing. Um, so again, let me make sure I've got my chat up so I can see if anybody's asking me anything here. Um, I'm not having any problem. No issues with my screen. Nope, mine is fine. Oh, okay, so people were having problems. Why is the screen jumping all over the place? I don't know, James Irby, but it sounds like everybody else is good. Hope it's okay for you too. Good news is we'll have the recording out for you. Um, uh, sorry for the technical inconvenience, but technology, can't live with it, can't live without it. Oh, by the way, uh, how about this? Like, you don't have to just do this in your prospecting, right? So new clients. So this is the new one that just got done. And I just literally got this today. My son picked it up from the guy's porch. So this is our alabaster stone. And this is now fully engraved. We used to have a plaque that we had to put on it because we couldn't find an engraver to do it. Now we've got somebody to do it. And you can sense that this is like, I don't know, six, seven pounds, right? This now goes out to new members, right? So this this arrives like nobody else. This sits on their desk and reaffirms why they made their decision to hire our firm. What are you doing to reaffirm why they hired your firm? Because that's the other place we lose people, right? After they hire you, they leave for some reason. Poor communication, they buyer's remorse, uh, second thoughts, whatever it is. And so, again, our goal is to try to figure out how to get them to show up. Our goal is to try to figure out how to uh, get them to hire the firm. You show up like this. Oh, by the way, I didn't list this stat, but our hire rate is up like 30%. That's not an accident. Now, again, this isn't the only thing we did, okay? Because I'm always doing things. But I, I don't want you to take miss this point. Because we put this shock and on place and because they're now seeing this and opening it and consuming the information and, and, and reading about who I am, they're more likely to show up on the call. And when they show up on the call, they're more likely uh, to be ready to invest with us. That's just how the program works. And so I want, again, I, I teach, listen, I am not some sweater wearing professor, okay? Uh, I'm not a teacher. I'm a teacher, I get it, but I'm not a professor in that I go to college and teaching you something from, from a place that I don't have any clue as to what I'm talking about. I live this stuff. I, I teach you to do what I do, and I do what I teach you to do. That's just how it is. And so when I'm telling you this, this works for you. I did this in a law firm. This is how it worked in a law firm. By the way, the way that I went from um, bump that show rate in the law firm, I want you to know I just use this. So we went from like kind of not sending anything to just sending a silver, silver envelope. So don't think you got to go to the box right away. Okay, I'm showing you what I'm, I'm doing now. But I remember we started and tested with this. This is a lot more cost effective, a lot less expensive uh, to, to put together and manage and the whole nine yards. You can do this in-house pretty easily. Um, so, you know, don't discount this. This worked great. Uh, and, and it may work better for you than the box does. I don't know. You got to test it. Okay, I, I ended up moving to the box and, and it changed the numbers. Um, so, again, we're, we're affecting the show rate. We're affecting the, the higher rate. Um, and don't miss the fact that it's going to affect the referral rate, uh, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, my wife says, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my text messages now. You guys are joking around over there. That's fine. My wife says, show the rock on the screen. And she sent, okay, so Maria put out a, uh, uh, Maria put out a uh, link for everybody for the Glamour Mailer so you can have it. 
Um, okay, good. Thanks. Appreciate it, honey. Um, so that's my ECIB, East Coast Italian Bride. For those of you that are wondering, uh, she probably won't turn on her camera, so we can't see her. Anyway, let's keep going. So let's talk about electronic shock and on, okay? So um, a lot of you um, may schedule appointments, if you're smart, like in, as instantly as possible, within the next 24 hours, 48 hours max. Um, some of you, as, as you know, may have been at an appointment set same day. Some of you have things that are happening live. Um, it's, it'd be great if you can do something electronically. Now, um, I'm going to show you something, and this is a little unfair, I get it, but I'm going to show it to you anyway. Um, this, is a, this is something I developed for, um, or acquired, I think is a better way to say it. I went out and found the software um, for our members of Partners Club and Junior Partners Club, a benefit they have. But before I go there, I want, I want to just stop. So what I want you to think about is, so we sent out the physical shock and all, and that goes 100% of the time. But to kind of cover the basis of speed, we still want to see if we can send out a, an electronic shock and awe, all right? And um, you can do that as simple as like a landing page. I'm going to show you something a little bit more sexy. It says down here you want to use bit.ly.com for a text message link. So when you send out a text message, you don't want to like send out this big URL. You really want to be able to do is send out a little bit.ly link. I'll share that with you in just a minute. Let me show you uh, my shock and awe. So this is our electronic shock and awe. Yeah, it worked, good. All right, I'm not gonna click, you're, you're not gonna be able to hear this because one of the downfalls to uh, webcasting is if you can hear me on my speaker, you won't be able to hear things through my computer. And if I try to toggle back and forth, um, it sometimes gets messy. So we're not gonna have to worry about that. You can see this for yourself by going to richardjames.com for our consultation.com. You can go there yourself, uh, Richard James, like Maria did, I'll put it in the comments so that you can have it here. There you go. Um, oh, I answered that to Amir, sorry. Let me put it to everybody. There you go. Um, you can go there and look at it if you'd like. Um, but what you'll notice is uh, there's a few things in here. Now, again, this is about trying to arrive to them like nobody else. So you could just create a simple flat landing page that has a video on it. That's fine. It's, it's, that's, that's step one. I, my point is I want you to send them something other than just a text email. I want you to get, send them something in your, um, in your text message that's maybe directions to your office, a video on YouTube that's a directions to your office. I want you to be different. I don't want you to be boring. I want you to be exciting. Let's make the law exciting. You're, you, look, you get this, but I, I, it's crazy that I have to say it. You're about to change somebody's life in some way. So if it's a PI case, you're going to help them to get you know, restoration for the damages that were caused to them. If it's a bankruptcy situation, you're going to give them relief. If it's a divorce situation, you're helping them keep their kids. If it's a criminal situation, you're keeping them out of jail or helping them keep their professional license and not pay this nasty price because of one small mistake. Estate planning, you're helping them set legacies for their family or maybe helping them save their mom's money. She worked her whole life for her, your, your father worked his whole life for, and now she's going to lose it all in a nursing home situation. I mean, you're doing, in many ways, God's work. And so this is super important. Why not make it exciting? 
I know it sounds, I get crazy about this, but oh my goodness, if you can't be excited about this, who will be? You're, you're literally about to change their life in many ways. I get it. You don't get to do it for hundred percent of the people, but the majority of them you can. And so why not show up in a way that they can't, nobody else is going to show up, show them how much you care about them. So for me, you, you can, you'd have a video here that I would, that would give you a message. There's another video that pops up. That's what's called the interview with an expert. So it's me, um, you know, in an in interview format and you can hear me. And this is, this is, this is no joke. This is like 20 minutes long. Right. Um, but it's there. They can consume it and learn more about who I am. Why is that important? Well, because I want to differentiate myself from whoever else they might be looking for. You need to differentiate yourself from who else they might be looking for. I even made it so they can consume audio so that they don't want to listen or they don't want to watch. They can just listen if they're on their phone. Um, I also gave them the attorney at law magazine. So it's the same kind of magazine piece, right? Um, by the way, Maria, this has to get changed. Note to self. Um, we've changed this and we didn't change it here. So a new one has to get uploaded. See, we're always remembering stuff together. Thanks, honey. Um, anyway, little black book of successful attorneys are testimonials, right? So it lets you show your testimonials on here. Uh, it's got a letter that can pop up that kind of go through what this, you know, what the, the uh, per personalized practice growth here is all about. For you, it could be your initial consultation. If you have to have them a list of things that they want to do, you can put down here more stuff about yourself or um, about the firm. You can have a questionnaire down here. You can even a clipboard where they can fill stuff out. I mean, there's cool things that can be done here, right? All right. So this is this is something our members, a uh, partners club and junior partners club. So junior partners club or hires. So it's junior partners club or partners club have access to uh, as part of their membership. And we don't sell anything. And I'm not selling this. This is not for sale. I'm showing it to you to inspire you where you can go with it. But if you did nothing more than just had you know a landing page, um, and I and I'm not. This isn't a landing page that you would have. But if you just had a flat landing page that you showed up and it's just like this, but it had a video or, you know, like this one where I do have a video, right? So these are just landing pages. You don't have to get, it's not expensive. This is inexpensive. You can have a video kind of generally welcoming them and you can have, or directions to your office and you can have other things on this flat landing page. You don't need to have that sexy thing that I created for you. Yeah, that's cool. And if you're a member of the program, by all means use it. But if you're not a member of the program and you're here and you're a toolkit member and you're wondering what can I do, just have a landing page built for yourself. Most of you can get that done on you, uh, Upwork or, or Fiverr or whatever, pretty cheap. So um, my point is don't miss out on the opportunity to show up electronically. Let's see if we can get back. Yep, there we are. All right. So let's remember where we are. We're in our opportunity sequence, okay? We're paying attention to uh, emails, text message, and direct mail. That's kind of where we're lying. Voice blasting is another tool. Uh, phone calls are physically made. Uh, so we're really shocking eyeing inside of email, text messages, and direct mail. There's another webinar I did, Evergreen. You can go out there and find it. It's all about using the 11 steps to convert your uh, using the phone. My version of shocking awe on the phone is using those 11 steps, and that's really important. And then voice blast, as Amir asked, is that you can get it through software. Putting postage on gold bubble envelopes while I live. <laughs> That's good to hear, Ryan. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it, they work, okay? Uh, they work. Um, but, you know, don't forget, test. Maybe something else will work better. Let's keep going. All right, so let me give you step-by-step. Step. So kind of here's how I want you to think about this. So first, I want you to appeal to the senses. Now, I'm 
giving you the optimal. If you don't do anything ouch, except this and a letter inside, fine. If that's how we have to start, go to the site that Maria sent you from Uline, grab yourself a single um, letter, uh, pardon me, grab yourself an envelope like this. You don't have to be this big and get them smaller, okay? So the postage is even less expensive. And just put a letter inside of it. Nothing else. If you have nothing else to send and that's all you did, you'll be different than every one of your competitors, okay? So you want to differentiate yourself. But optimally, I want to appeal to the senses, right? I want to send a package with dimension of some sort. I want to think about what are they going to do, right? So, so what do they see, right? What, what do they hear? What do they smell? What do they taste? What do they touch? So I gave coffee, right? I gave tea. I gave cookies. I gave a mug. Um, we have tested in the past video books. So there's a video in it. There's audio in it. I have that on my electronic shock and on, right? So you're trying to cover all the senses. Why? Because you don't know the way in which somebody ultimately wants to consume information. Um, even if they told you, that might change from day to day. So you want to make sure you cover all the bases. Also, you really want to take over their kitchen table so that they're like, like looking at all this stuff and you've really just taken over their life and they, they, can't, they can't ignore you. So let's keep going. We want to send the package ASAP. Yesterday on the queue, I don't remember exactly who it was, but I answered him. Um, forgive me for not remembering um, who I answered, but it was about uh, how do you send the package, you know? Well, I'd like to send it from the office if I have somebody that's doing work that they can do that and kind of stop and start, maybe a, a outbound or inbound phone rep uh, or a probably more, more apropos, a receptionist. Uh, so who is not answering the phone and they're, they're there to greet people all day, they can do this kind of work to get these out the door. Um, but also stay-at-home moms are great. The place that I looked to get this done was moms who kind of wanted some money, but they, they it was hard for them to find the job that would, would fall inside of the scope of their kids' um, school. And so I can make it so that they get a list every day and they just have all this stuff at their house. And I had a printer there and they bought postage. I gave them a credit card with so much, you know, uh, credit limit on it. So they could just go to the post office and buy the postage themselves. And they bought the postage and they put the stamps on it and they put it out in the mail and they sent it every day. Now you can, you can hire a, a house. Um, um, we use uh, McManus duplication. Uh, I put that on the queue earlier today for you members that, uh, and toolkit holders that are, that were on the queue. Um, and that's who we use, but they're national, like they're out of a, you know, the breadbasket kind of area, I think. Um, so, so you want to make sure that you are um, um, using somebody locally, I think. That's what I, I like to have the postmark locally, but, but get it out uh, ASAP. The other one is send it for every appointment. I hear this all the time. Well, you know, Richard, you don't seem to understand. I, um, my appointments are the same day or next day, or I, I had the appointment over the phone. Do I really need to send the physical package? Yes, you need to send the physical package. Why? Because if they, even if they showed up, they may have left and they may not have hired you. I, before they go thinking about hiring somebody else, I want them to help differentiate you from everybody else. Send the physical package 100% of the time. Shock and awe goes out 100% of the time. Not 50%, not 90%, not based on discretion, 100% of the time. Why bother? 
Why bother? Okay, Maria posted our, our um, McManus. Thank you, Maria. Um, and my wife says, you cannot use padded envelopes with just, you can use padded envelopes. We're not going to have that argument. Husband and wife aren't going to argue on this call. Anyway, hey, if you work with your spouse, congratulations. And I get to say condolences, right? Because it's a good, it's a give and take. My wife and I have been working together for 30 years. And so she's always, uh, you know, guiding me and correcting me. She tells me, I'll, I'll, I'll give you her email address so you can ask her this question. She says, for some reason, we can't use padded envelopes with just sending a letter. So we want to make sure we figure out why that is. Um, send her an email, richard at therichardjames.com, so we get that cleared up. But anyway, um, why bother uh, the math, right? Here's the math on this. So here it is. So if you don't send, if you're not sending a shock and awe before, and you had 100 leads come in, so this is this is the law firm that I was dealing with in Phoenix. 100 leads come in, um, 60 of them set appointments, so we had a 60% set rate. Um, we had uh, 21 show on before, so 35%, 27 show after. So before I had 21 people show, after I had 27 people show. I, I increased the hire rate from 60% to 65%. So we had 13 people higher instead of at one point. And then when we added the shock and all, we had 18 people higher. Our average case value didn't change. It was $2,500. Same leads, same average case value, same number of appointments set. I changed the number of people who showed. I changed the number of people who hired. I sent the package to everybody. So you take six, you take about um, uh, $10 per shock and awe. I, that's 60 per month. This, this numbers are on a monthly basis. Um, that's $6,600 a month, $7,200 a year. I spent $7,200 a year to generate all of the shock and awes and put it out the door. I generated an additional $136,000 in gross revenues for a return on investment of 18.95. That's not percent. That's an 18.95 return multiple on investment, right? This is why you do this because little hinges swing big doors. So Getting your shock and awe done will help you move the dial on these. What is it required for you to know if it works or not? You got to know your numbers. You got to know how many leads, how many sets, how many shows, how many hires, how many paid in fulls, how many referrals. You got to know your client value. You got to know this stuff because when you go and you do this stuff, if you don't know it, you can't realize whether anything you did worked. It's, it, we're no longer have the flexibility to do what my grandfather used to do. Uh, I've got my bills in this box and I've got my uh, money in this uh, cigar box. And when the bills are empty, whatever's left in the money cigar box is what I get to keep. We can't run it like that anymore. We will get eaten alive in the world that we live in. So you have to run it in a business-like fashion. Uh, my wife says the reason why is because the, the, the cost will be less to purchase. Okay. Uh, Steven, you send a book for jail mail list costs a lot, but really good ROI so far for actual physical shock and awe send other books. Yeah. So, um, so we send a book too, Steven. Um, now I don't know if your front end offer is, um, to request the book or you send the book, um, to them without requesting it. So do you send it to everybody without requesting or do you only send it if they request it? You send it to everybody. By the way, somebody asked me if I muted my mic. Elizabeth, no, I didn't mute my mic. Um, so it looks like it's working for Stephen. Okay, so you send it to everyone. Yeah, so um, you know, I don't. I wouldn't send the book again. So that's that's. I, I would. So what we do 
is in our case, all the leads that come into our, our firm come in as an effort after requesting a book. So somebody requested a book. So there's not a lead that my reps work with that don't request a book. We then send a second book. Um, now, we use the second book as a tool to communicate with the prospect. So that second book is a leverage inside of the script to start communication. Again, it's the law of reciprocity from uh, the concept of influence. So we use a different book. If you don't have a second book, or if the second book that you have maybe isn't relevant to their case type, I would send something else. So I would send third-party credibility pieces. You've certainly done enough work out in the community. I would send some community pieces. I would send uh, like Ron Morton, think about Morton, Morton Salt, right? He's done a little twist on um, Morton Salt and made a lot of his stuff look like uh, the salt company. And that's kind of like his logo and his feel and his culture. So you can have pens and cups and beer bottle holders or, you know, koozies or whatever they're called. Um, so it doesn't have to necessarily be all relevant uh, information about their case type. If you have relevant information, I want to use that. What I'm mostly concerned about is uh, how do I take advantage of the, or, uh, the, the multiple different points of the senses? What does it look like? What do they read? What do they hear? What do they taste? What do they smell? What do they touch? And so that's what I'm most concerned about. So the more tchotchkes I have um, is, is good, especially in a consumer firm scenario. And, and anything I can use to give third-party credibility, so testimonials, is a huge, huge advantage, uh, making them feel like they're not alone, especially folks who are telling stories about what their life was like before they did business with Hamilton Law, what it was like to do business with Hamilton Law, and what's like like after, life like after they did business with Hamilton Law. Make sense? Okay. Uh, I'm at two minutes left. I'm coming to the end of my world here. Uh, give you a real quick recap. Be interesting and not boring. Focus on your reminder sequence. That's where the jewels are found. Look for a way to stand out electronically, not just physically. Follow the step-by-step -step formula to create a physical shock in all box. I'm not, I didn't tell you how to create it, but I told you what to put into it, and that's how I think about it. Again, make it your own. Keep it simple in the beginning. Um, don't go crazy with it in the beginning. Just get it done. Get a system in place to get it out the door. And don't get hung up on the math, meaning don't say, oh, this is going to cost me five bucks to send every time. Oh, this is going to cost me 10 bucks to send every time. Don't get hung up on that um, because that will get in the way. As long as you know your baseline, meaning your numbers, and the newly achieved goal, you can measure. That's what this is all about. You want to be free. You want to gain your freedom from your law firm. You want to get home in time for dinner. You want to have a vacation without yourself on a laptop. You want to take weekends off. You want to have the money to enjoy it all. You want to have a plan for retirement. These are the things you want. You need to measure what's going on. What you measure magnifies, multiplies. Everything we look at and measure gets done the way we want it to get done. If we don't measure it, can't measure it, we have no way of knowing if any of this is working. If I can implore you to do one thing in your business is to start a culture of measuring everything, which means you need systems, which is what comes back to what I'm all about, developing systems inside of your law firm. But, but I implore you, if you don't have the systems and, you don't, and you're not measuring just yet, and, and you don't know what's going on, but you, but you know you're not doing enough, start something with this shock and awe. You'll start to see the needle move. 
but but by all means do your best to start measuring i got to end it for today folks if you've got lots of questions got concerns about waiving attorney client privilege disclosing client identity testimonial uh, uh yeah mr khan i or gagan uh, that's not that's a female name i think anyway sorry if i'm getting that incorrect um some it depends on your bar association as to what you can do and cannot do um, but in all, in all cases, I'll tell you with client testimonials, it's about disclose, disclose, disclose. So when a client is going to give you a testimonial and they authorize you to give their name and use their likeness uh, in a testimonial, as long as your bar association's okay with it, then by all means, you can go ahead and do it. If your bar association's not okay with it, you got to do other workarounds, and we can talk about that um, at another time. I hope that answers your question. For today, I've got to run. If you've got additional questions, email me directly, richard at therichardjames.com. Happy to answer them for you. Richard at therichardjames.com. Looking forward to seeing you real soon.